welcome by the first episode of Orenda Talks Fantasy and Sci-Fi. So this is a new channel I made and um, I just have a great love for fantasy and sci-fi. It doesn't matter if it is books, series, movies, uh, games or whatever. Uh, everything is okay. We didn't, well, just to be saying, I'm a big geek, so uh, I love to talk about the subjects uh, with people and um, who knows what comes around and um, maybe there are things I don't know or you don't know or at least uh, I want you to join us with this conversation and I hope you have uh, will be enjoying this episode and to listening to it um this first episode is about Star Trek Online and for most Trekkies knows that this is a, a big online game uh, it's a development from um, from small to a big big game in, in how many years? 11. 11. 11 years. The person you are hearing is Spoon2006. That's just the ad handle on the game. And his name is Simon, for real. Um, he's a veteran player, so I was talking with him about uh, what's the game about? I play it too, thanks to him. And um, but he has more knowledge of it than I do. So um, I don't know if you guys are gonna um, have seen some of my Star Trek Online videos coming around Facebook or Twitter. Because uh, sometimes there are a lot of uh, little um, stories that uh, it's like a, a, a little video of the game itself, and um, but it, those aren't very nice. I it's really uh, about a very great uh, storylines. You got timelines like. Um, the Klingon timeline, you got uh, the Cardassian uh, timeline, also the, of course, um, the Vulcan and the Romulans. Um, and of course, they integrated uh, the Discovery timeline. And But there are those episodes that you can play and there's a real story arc in it. And that's one thing I really like. Um, So Simon, how, you said you how, how long have you been playing Star Trek Online? Since launch. So that's we will be in two thousand. Eleven years, so of two thousand ten. And 
Um, so what do you like about this game this much that you are still playing it? It's one of the few Star Trek games that are out there that's any good to be honest. You've obviously got timelines which you play, you know, Fleet Commands. There's other games, Elite Force, I can't remember the others now. Bruce Commander, classic. But they're all they're all outdated. I mean they're still good for the time, but a lot of them are now outdated, at least Star Trek Online. It's still running, it's still being updated. They've integrated a huge amount of stuff, including some Picard stuff now, I believe. Hmm, that sounds interesting. So it is, they are keeping up to date with um, the series. Yeah, and they've the got movies. Riker's ship in there now as well, the Inquiry class. Okay, nice. And, um, so tell me about uh, Star Trek Online. Is there, what can people expect it from it? The difference between Star Trek Online and, say, other games, you have both space and ground. As with Bridge Commander, it was only space. You were on the bridge, but it was still space. As for... I'm trying to think of other games now, which... Timelines. Timelines literally is just an interface, isn't it, really? Yeah. Same with Fleet Command, um, Elite Force was just ground. So essentially you've got the best of both worlds with Star Trek Online. It's a strategy, you get a ship, different slots, different weapons, and you piece essentially something together. Yeah, what I, uh, what I do like about it is that you can make uh, different kind of tunes you got different kind of um, uniforms, etc. And you also can make your own storyline profile, storyline for your tune. And um, like it said, it is an RPG game. And um, in it's depending on what race you having as a tune, it has different kind of storylines and. Um, then you have, of course, the story timeline for, like, what I said, Discovery or uh, Kardashians or Klingons or whatever. And um, it's, it's you follow a storyline, but you also have different, and we call that TFOs, uh, for example. You can do, instead of the uh, episodes, you can also do um, just missions outside and you got endeavors to do and you can do uh, um, if you are in a fleet uh, it's preferable that you are helping the fleet with donating stuff etc etc so it is very diverse well that's the thing every species because I was watching a podcast from Ambassador Kale a couple of weeks ago he is Ambassador Gill is also uh, one of the developers of Star Trek Online. 
by the way, we have met him on Destination Star Trek two years ago. Three uh, years ago. I mean, he's as wacko as everyone thinks he is. Yeah, well, he's just nice and. Was it purple hair he had this time? I've had yeah. green. He had green hair. But okay. But going back to as a master Kayla had said, every single species has their own unique dialogue and traits. So as one of our friends on the Discord server was saying, he plays a Gorn. Now he went on Nimbus, which and there's a section there that involves Gorn. And they recognise him as a Gorn, so it's yeah, it is. It's uh, yeah. It's a, like I said. It's a very diverse game, and um, even the veteran players don't know everything because it is changing all the time and uh, etc. Uh, thank God there are people who are doing uh, YouTube videos how to uh, build a ship, for example, or character on ground. And that is very, very uh, good to know because, like I said, even a veteran player doesn't know everything. And f I think that it's also um, not doable because it's changing all the time and you learn more and more every time. and. Um, there are a lot of players out uh, there that are using Discord and uh, if I speak for ourselves is that we have a quite large uh, Discord server with uh, all the fleets in and all the... Uh, we have an Armada Discord server that is uh, like I said, very nice. Uh, people can come on, uh, text or voice to ask things or help things. Uh, in my case, because I need some assistance with my tunes, uh, how to build it uh, as well on ground and, and in space, uh, I always can ask one of the older uh, veteran guys who are playing for a long time to help me with building up the tunes and uh, what I do really like is like I said the uh, videos and timelines but also the timelines and episodes and but also the conversations of uh, very well-known characters from the Star Trek universe like uh, General Martok, Quark, Odo all those actors who are having uh, their voice and their character immortalized now because they are working in the game and have those dialogues recorded uh, that's just awesome and um, for example I can um, I don't know if you remember Sila Sila in the game is very annoying especially when they're uh, is she, when she is talking and having a dialogue with someone and sometimes I just make a sport of it too um, when she's talking and having a dialogue or annoys me again I 
talk back to her. The only thing and pity thing is that uh, maybe one of uh, the developments will be listening at this and well it's a pity that we can't kill her that would be awesome because i think a lot of people will want to kill her or for example quark of course quark uh, as annoying as a ferengi can be so um who's also in um wharf is in their uh q um Winter events and also, if memory serves me right, is for the anniversary events. Not any time Q's in. Yeah, but he, I think he got dialogues as well. Only in the winter and. Winter well, the, let me see. There is a, uh, the last episode of Joula's Discovery, and that is a dis, uh, Discovery timeline. The last part of it, when they have those trials and they met Abraham Lincoln and they are going back into space to fight the Borg Queen. Uh, there is a scene what I really, really love. I have it on my Facebook. I have it on my Twitter. It's the piece that when you think you are alone, uh, the cavalry ha will be arriving with First, Captain's run, but also with who's coming? Captain Archer with the Annex uh, 01. Can Picard with the Enterprise D? Uh, Kirk with the Enterprise C. The Defiant uh, with Cisco. Uh, Janeway with. Um, we had Kirk with the Kelvin timeline come in. The refit, also, I believe it was also the TOS ship. Yeah, I don't like the temporal timelines and TOS uh, timeline as well. But it is a very, very so. S I even have it on my YouTube. So um, I will uh, will put a link on where you can watch that scene. It's so. The first time I saw it, oh god, I was screaming and I was laughing and I, wow, that was so good. It was, they, that's what was the thing that um, made me cry of happiness because those are what Star Trek is. And we all know the series, we all know the characters, but having them in game like participate like this it was just awesome and in that whole battle you you hear them talk and and give orders and um also the discovery is there with um well let us say captain killy she is um being where my wiseman has a very great involvement with uh, the discovery timelines also do sneak or queen um, martin because of course she has to go for burnham who also has a big big role in it is uh jerry ryan as seven of nine 
you got two different kinds of di uh, seven of nines. You got the seven of nine of in um, um, Voyager, and you also have seven of nine as in a furnace ranger. I do hope one thing that they are putting more characters in of um, Picard and uh, well Discovery is they have done a lot because also uh, Stamus is on what I really like um, but there is also like um, Tuvok. Tuvok is a major role. Um, is Tuvok, Martok, Worf not so much anymore. He's, I don't think he surprised his role as Worf in this game for a long time. Yeah, but he still has a big part in the Klingon section and... It's quite old. It's, Years old now, I know, I know, but still, I need. I mean, there are like, uh, for example, uh, for example, uh, Cisco and Picard, they don't want to uh, lend their voice for games like this. Although, my hope is that Sean Picard, or I mean Patrick Stewart, will do this for Stoll because it will immortalize him as well in a way. And I'm meaning Im immortalize, yeah. Star Trek is a broad franchise, and that's what I like about it too. But also, um, There is a, 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 a f certain vibe. There is. He did do a very short piece of dialogue in Bridge Commander. And he did in Timelines as well. But in one way, Star Trek Online is so different than all those other games. And that is also what I like about it and I think and and that was my experience because this was the first RPG game I actually really played and it still is very confusing sometimes for me but I played for about two years now and I still have fun with it. I never thought I would have this much fun. So um, is there something you'd like to say something else about Star Trek Online? <sighs> Let's just say this, you can do certain things in it that because class is beta cannon. Well, you can have the Federation using disruptors instead of just uh, 
canonic canonic phases, as we would say. So, um, you can fly absolutely any ship from any faction, which is a recent update. So you can do a massive amount of things that they just couldn't get away with on screen. But I mean, we. It's one. Of, it's very complicated to get into. It's constantly changing, but I had a break from it a few years back, and the changes they made were like it was starting from fresh again. But now, thanks to a lot of people, that I'm back up to date with it, and I tell you what, you find a lot of good people on there. Yeah, and that's what I want to say with about Discord. But there are also other platforms that you can use and except of course YouTube there are a few people who are very very consistent with their videos and uh, explaining things and etc to um, so you can teach it yourself as well and Yes, it's a very big game and you need to take time to get used to it and of course uh, it's one of those things uh, you can spend money on it but you can also not spend money on it but you will um, and that's with every game I guess uh, is how much you uh, spending it like energy, time, money, whatever, how better, uh, better gear you get or how farther you can get with the game or easier with the game. Uh, I think it's like any game though. You can go up to the paywall, play the free content, you can get your free ships as they say, like events and whatever, but, and that's good enough for advanced content, you won't have any issues, you can get through elite, elite level content if you, if you can get, if you can pull it together, um, and by uh, certain traits you don't have to just follow a build guide, everything's very unique, but if you do choose to go to the other side of that paywall and play to win essentially is how a lot of the gamers will put it then the scope is endless for it I'm not, not, I'm not gonna lie I've probably spent hundreds on that on that game over many years of playing and even now I will still throw the odds 20 or 30 pounds at it just to go oh, I want this trait, I want that trait but it's worth it, it's fun Um, Do you have an indication how many people are playing still at the moment? No that's I wouldn't know, I'd have to look on the Steam and the Arc and just see how many it is there was something on a podcast uh, on YouTube a few months back on just how many players there are active active is going to be the issue <laughs> yeah 
Uh, we both experienced that with our fleet Zanamada. Um, is what you call a is what we call a seasonal game. It'll come active when it's there's new content released. They play the content and then they'll go and take a break from it and then until they release more new content. Well, that's the I think the nice thing like events like uh, Destiny Star Trek where we were going and. The developers were there, and so we meet, we met them. But also, they had a panel, and Mary Wiseman, who plays uh, Tilly, she, uh, was with it because she was promoting the uh, Discovery timeline where she is working with, and it's very funny to uh, and very nice to um, see what her inbring of. I mean, what she is bringing in uh, the game and um, I don't know what you think about it what what um, how they can or uh, developing it more for because I sometimes I got the feeling it's this is a game that is also made for fans but also made for Gamers. All I'm gonna say is she's brilliant as Tilly, but the minute she goes into the Captain Killy role uh, from Mirror Universe, oh my God, she is. Yeah, so for the ones who playing Stowe will recognize that if you have done the uh, Discovery timeline, uh, I think that was not Ulas but the other one. Um, Eventually, you are going to fight against Captain Kelly. I wasn't thinking of that particular one. The one where you go onto the bridge. I know, I know. I know, I, I, but there is, like I said, there is a discovery timeline with Jola, but there is also a, a timeline with only Captain Kelly. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And um, I love those storylines. It's... Like I said before, um, if you like stories, if you like the Star Trek series and episodes, um, especially Discovery, uh, you need to play those timelines because it's a great timeline, really it is. And in another episode of my podcast, this podcast, I will go into details for, uh, I will do a episode especially only for Discovery or a Pacific character, whatever. Um, so there will be a lot of more Star Trek episodes uh, than this one. Um, is there a tip you like to give of playing Stowe? many tips is there something you say okay if you are because that's the point too when you are starting a tune you need to go to the tutorial and the tutorial is also a very nice storyline um, watch the tutorial carefully um, take the time to look on YouTube and do your research if you can't find something, just use a very well-known search engine, and then yeah. uh, and 
the answers you will find out there. But the thing I will always say, and I've said this to Render, I've said this to many, many people over my years of helping people with the builds. What will work for someone else might not work for you, and because they're going to tailor it and fine tune it to their play style. What you really need to do is find the basic build for you and then tailor it to suit your play style. Yeah, I think that's uh, what I am experiencing as well. Uh, I always leave the builds up to you, Simon, and I still look <laughs> happy with that because, like I said, still is a lot to take on. Um, it's also very confusing sometimes, but okay. Um, what I wanted to ask you, oh, yeah, what I want to ask you is, um, if somebody is starting new, what is the best thing to do as a starter? Just watch what we do is uh, watching YouTube or uh, finding yourself. Um... I would say start the tutorial. If you're starting to struggle with it, then fall back to YouTube and have a look and just see what other people are doing. They don't make it very clear, I'm not going to lie, on some of the tutorials. They are working on them. I know they've done work on Klingon, Jemadar, the Fed side I think they're working on now as well and really are improving the tutorials to make them as clear as they possibly can. You've got to think, if you're dying a lot quicker than what you should do, then you need to look at your skills, your traits. But typically you'll find a lot of the content now is a lot easier to do i think they did lower the bar on it and it's they sorted the scaling out um i will post some little videos of star trek online uh in the contents so uh, in the description so you can watch it uh if you go to my youtube i will uh have a lot of more uh, about this, those videos. Um, there's one thing I still want to do. We both have fleets. Uh, Simon's fleet calls the Discovery Re-Explorers. Uh, it's a very veteran. Level 85 fleet is maxed. It's maxed out. Um, so you will find veteran players there who will help you with your build or uh, with your questions, etc., etc. We uh, there's also a uh, server for discovery or explorers. Is it? Do you have one, or is it on the Armada? It's just the Armada server. Okay, um, the Armada server is about uh, calls the Phantom uh, server, and uh, you can find all fleets under there, but also. Like I said, uh, there are a lot of people who uh, you can ask your question of. My fleet is a new fleet. Um, I leveled up last week uh, to level 24. Uh, 
the reason I started my own fleet is what, that I wanted to bring something different in Star Trek. Um, and um, there was a lot of drama about uh, what I thought, okay, I don't want this anymore. So I left it in a way, but also not. But I, uh, what I like to do with my new fleet is just having fun. Uh, it's the game. Don't go for an elite or DPS thingy. And um, it's just about the game and having fun and making friends. And I think a lot of people who are just um, working on prestigious or whatever in the way of not so having fun and calling people out um i think uh, that is very very not done in my way in my vision um for now i will yeah i'm just about to say get that in any game anyway doesn't matter what game it is, you always get the elitists. So, oh, none of us accept that in any, any of our fleets. No, and I think that's why uh, the Omala is in that way big, and there are all, uh, still fleets who want to join the Omala, so yeah, why not? Um, if you would like to take a look, let me know. I can give you a link, etc, etc, etc. By ending this uh, episode, and ending by every episode, I will give you um, the subject for the next episode. And my next episode will be going about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So if there are fans out who like to talk about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, let me know. And uh, you can join me live in uh, an episode or I will interview you in an episode. And um, that would be great. I'm also a uh, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger fan. Uh, about a few months ago, Simon and I watched all the Timeline series in uh, Timeline, so um, that was fun. And we still, uh, yeah, well, as I think Geek, we have a collection uh, because we just love it. Um, I will see you next time, hopefully. Uh, Subscribe or follow uh, my podcast if you like. And uh, if you like to uh, or you have uh, requests of me doing a episode over about a, a subject that you like or has a great fandom. Oh, yeah. I forgot that, but okay. Um, next time. Uh, in every episode, I will ask the person who I interview uh, what moves them to become a fan of this certain uh, subject.
Um, I'm sure I will speak with Simon about Star Trek a lot more. And I will ask him that as well then. Um, my next episode will be going about over Power Rangers. And I really love to, love to talk uh, with someone about it who is truly a fan. And um, well, let me know. Uh, just message me and uh, we will see what we can do. So, thank you very much for listening, and I hope you'll see you next time.